Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Dove. You use all the right skincare products for your face, but your body has been missing out. With new Dove Serum Body Wash, you can give your body the vitamin C glow it's been wanting, the hydration boost it's been craving, and the active skincare ingredients it deserves. It's time for your body care era. New Dove Serum Body Wash. Get Dove or get FOMO. Going for your first ever run around the park. Literally running errands all over town. Running for the finish line and your personal best. If you run, you're a runner. Find the shoes and clothes to run your way at newbalance.com slash running. New Balance. Run your way. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS. Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You're listening to The Podcast, the nature and countryside podcast from BBC Country Farm magazine. My name's Fergus Collins, and I'm your host. And welcome to season 15 of the podcast, where we're sharing mindful walks and adventures in the countryside. This week is particularly special, as for once, the whole podcast team made it out into the wilds. Back in September, Hannah, Jack and I joined angler, writer, podcast regular Kevin Parr for a lazy day's fishing on a Somerset canal. A completely new experience for Hannah and Jack. Did we catch anything? Did we enjoy it? All I can say is that it was a truly magical day, and I hope you love it too. Would you like to go? It's Jackson. Yeah, no, no, it's all right. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on a minute. You've got it. Okay. We should introduce today. Go on then. The canal with Kev, Kevin Parr. Kev, lovely to see you again. And you all. Oh, well, <laughs> we, and we're also here with Jack and Hannah from the podcast team, who we've we've managed to we've managed to get out, chaps. We we're have. all out. I've got a fishing rod in my hand. <laughs> Just wonder what that was. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a day of um, well, all sorts of things really. But the first thing we're doing is kind of introducing. Well, I say this with me holding the rod, but introducing <laughs> Jack and Hannah to the joys of fishing. Kev, do you think we're going to convince them over the course of the day? I think this is the probably thing? not. <laughs> but, but, but they should at least catch fish, which yeah, is and see what that. And it'll be a lovely day, and it's really it's a nice autumn day. It's a brilliant, it's, yeah. It's a bit blowy, but it's um, we actually had some rain last night, and we had the equinox this morning at about two a.m. I think. Oh, was so it? Was it last night? Or yeah, yeah. So we're into we're properly into the dark side. Yeah, but it does feel like autumn rather than late summer. And we're on a lovely stretch of... This is the Taunton and Bridgewater Canal, isn't it? It is. I've never, I've never even seen it, I don't think, let alone fished it before. No, I've driven past it. I've seen signs to it. It's absolutely beautiful. We're, we're sort of beside a little lane, so you might hear a bit of traffic, but it's actually, there's more traffic in um, dragonflies here than there's fish jumping. Nothing going for my bait this time. No. weird. Maybe the maggot came off. It could have done. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the only problem being oh that you've got oh, a tangle. Well, that's why. That's Ooh, you caught done. yourself. Yeah, ah, that's just swing it nice, gentle. I have fished with you before, Kev, and we you had a very wonderful. Day. I've got lots that day, but I missed probably ten times. Hannah, I think it's time for you to have okay. a go. Are you going to? Okay. You're going to cast some. That rods that reels a lot easier than the other. You don't need to worry about it because it's okay. it's going to it's yeah, sort of sit near the line. Where can I just leave that? And yeah, you can just okay. swing that out. So this okay. is my arm. Yeah. 
So you've never fished before. I should just bring it in a bit and then yes. And then we go like that. That's and it. Put the tip of the rod down and then wait for something to happen. That's it. So <laughs> just waiting for the float to dip. It's a little red topped. A little red top float in there. The water looks clean. It does, yeah. It's not, um, there's not a sort of scum on it. There's no nasty there's business here. A little bit of colour, but just from, I think, probably the fish just stirring yeah. it up. Yeah. A bit of wind movement, but it does look really nice. I have nothing to say because I'm concentrating so hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That was a little tiny bite. Oh. <laughs> Obviously I'm not concentrating hard enough. No, no, it's fine. It didn't really sort of take it with any conviction. Okay. Oh, there's something happening. Oh. Yeah, the sharp little donk. And another one. Should it's very I lift exciting. Up now? No, just okay. if you wait for something sort of definite, it's at the moment it's grabbing at the bait and not actually taking it properly. But when you get a sort of definite movement when that stays underneath. there, just something a bit more. Decisive. As we hear the trundle of a bin, <laughs> a yeah. wild bin. Spot it. I think it's one of the lesser spotted green ones as well. Lesser spotted green bin. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously bin collection day down here in Somerset. That's its normal trundle. What other noises does it make? Just bring that in and swing it round to me. I'll just check the bait. Oh, it's a massive one. So we're using maggots for bait. How are you feeling about maggots for I'm bait? I'm trying not to look in the box or look at them being put on the hook. So there is a box of squirming maggots. There are red ones, orange ones, white ones. I'll describe it for you, Hannah. I had, actually, funny enough, I had a really random conversation in the tackle shop yesterday because um, I was waiting for the maggots to arrive <laughs> and there was another chap waiting for the maggots to arrive and as I was, I stood next to him, I noticed he had his forensics uniform on. Oh. And, um... That's curious. So I had to ask and basically he was, they were having a... A, day, a training day today for sort of national forensics teams and they needed some maggots because they were discussing entomology oh, how, inside how? a forensic crime scene investigation. That's brilliant. That is interesting. It was amazing. And of course he was saying, it's a bit macabre, but different, um, you know, a maggot in different stages or, or the type of fly that it comes from can tell you how long Body. Whatever they might have been feeding on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sitting okay. there. So that was quite surreal having that sort of forensic chat. entomology. Yeah, oh, that's, I like the sound of that. So it's gone quiet, apart from the well, tracks. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, those, there's a few bubbles have been popping up around. Oh, does that which mean something could be could be a tent? Oh, so that might have scared everything else off. Well, I'm going to get Ooh, oh. something's happening. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, this is good. Okay. The tent will be on the bottom, which is why the bubbles are coming. Ah, okay. So and you can spot tent bubbles. Truffle around. There's a real tension here. <gasps> oh, I can see a bubble. Bubbles, yes. Yeah. Did Got you mean the farting? Oh, sorry. Did you mean the pun? Real. Oh, oh dear. Real, real tension. Real tension he's so yeah. good at it, he doesn't even know when he's doing it. No, it's just a sort of sad state of affairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a reflex of comedy. You can see fish silvering around underneath. They don't like me anymore. I think you should bring it in. Yeah. And I'm going to put quickly put a worm on Ooh. and deepen it up a bit. I don't want to catch a tension. Why do. not? You should do. It'd be amazing. It's the most... <laughs> And I have to guess the depth. What's your feeling about it so far? Is it 
Is it I'm exciting? mostly anxiety. Anxiety. <laughs> I don't want to hurt the fish. It's making me feel funny. And also just not knowing how to use the equipment properly makes me feel a bit like I don't know what I'm doing with my hands or my brain. Um, but it's quite exciting. I'm probably going to make some noises. That's good. We want to capture these sounds of the week. <laughs> so worms. A little, oh, a worm. Uh, is it a little sort of compost worm? Yeah, a dendrobina they're called. Dendrobina. <laughs> I had a pint of that last night. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> but yeah, drop if you drop the tip oh, sorry, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just to keep because the wind's picking the line up and then dragging it out of position. Ah, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's a worm now dragging around on the bottom. How deep is this canal? Not very, about yeah. two and a half foot here. Oh, really? I think it in places it goes down to four, four, four and a half foot, but from what I read online. Yeah. There are lots of, lots of insect life around. Big dragonflies zooming over. There are fish rising everywhere. Bubbles coming up. Bubbles. Oh, that's... Ooh. Something's happened. <laughs> yeah, they're, very exciting. They're bleak again, I think. That's some big bubbles. That's fish on the surface. Yeah. The ones we're looking for, the tench ones, are just tiny little sort of almost pinprick. Ripply bubbles. Which they're just, well, they're, they're just coming. Um, I'll point them out if they appear again. But you've got the difference, yeah, when they're coming up on the surface, they're um, splashing around and, and creating bubbles. So what are they feeding on naturally here? Just any little bugs and things? Yeah, bloodworm, probably. Bloodworm. Uh, mosquitoes, sort of, yeah, or larvae, mosquito larvae. And oh, larvae. okay. You've got lots of different sizes. And so there'll be lots of those just hanging beneath the surface of the yeah, water. Yeah, and just, so. on just right in the silt. In that, did you see that pike? No. <laughs> I thought that was a, yeah. I um, saw something happen. Yeah, all, all those fish scattered then are basically a did pike. Did you see the pike? Yes, yeah, yeah oh, it's wow. just down here. Whoa. Um, and that was obviously where the fish are feeding, all the little fish. It's drawn the attentions of a pike who had a strike there. Yeah. Would the pike take the worm, do you think, like it you, might, the other but, day? But I doubt it. That would be it. the most exciting thing ever. Isn't that how we lose a finger, though? You no, can we've got do. Kev, we've got Kev. OK. Here. Yeah, I'll unhook it. Yeah. You can tell how frightened I am. I'm like, not the big fish. Please, not the big fish. No fish, actually. <laughs> I think that's what I've realised already, is fishing's kind of got a bit of a reputation for being quite a slow... Yeah. Some people say boring thing, but I think when you are just sit, sitting here watching the little float, it's quite, uh, you're kind of ready. You're ready yeah, to I'm yeah. Really it's hard. Yeah, it's high tension. There is, a, there is a lot happening as well. That was amazing. The pike came near the surface, did it? Mm. Yeah. You've got your pike eyes in. In, um, in swells. That was a car going over a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't a pike. <laughs> you were beside a little... Um, swing bridge. Swing bridge that you can manually swing. Yeah. So that the can farmer can get across the canal. Yeah, and the boats can get through. I don't know yeah. what the boat traffic's like on... No, we've not yeah. seen anything yet. But uh, I think it's... Because this is a closed canal. It's not linked to any other part of the is network. So I don't think there's tons of no. through traffic. There's obviously quite a few people who potter between Bridgewater and Taunton. But so the sun's come out now, and you can feel a, there's a lot of heat in it. There's a nice bit of warmth. Late September now. It's a lovely time to be out in the countryside. So it's really nice. It's yeah. The change. The light is different. Coming. Yeah, the, the conkers, obviously. It's a nice horse chestnut. Yeah. I think that might be a Spanish... Horse chestnut. A Spanish horse chestnut. Yeah. How do you know it's well, a Spanish? Well, I just got a conquer. <gasps> oh, Something's happened. Oh, yeah. Pull. Oh. No, wait, wait, wait. Just wait. A s- yeah. Oh, that's exciting. That was exciting. On a worm, it yeah. could be something larger. I'll let Kev do the instructions on two. <laughs> it's just a case oh, again. Of, few, it could have been a perch. That'd be quite nice. Yeah. But it's just a case of waiting for it again. Just a definite move from where it stays somewhere at the float. So perch pulls down and stays down, is that sort of... Yeah, generally, or once a fish has actually got the bait in its mouth, it will, the float will move somewhere and 
stay there. Oh, okay. um, but some fish, fish like dace on a river, they snatch really hard and let go really fast. So you get these really quick bites. And so you have to got be to strike quick. quickly. Yeah. So there's a lot. You can't. Re- you've got. There's there's a lot of skill involved to catch a dace. I think. Yeah, dace yeah. and they're good fun. They don't grow very big, but they're lovely fish. Yeah. They quite like fast water as well. We've seen uh, we've seen three species today already. That's not bad. We have. We're going to go for six again today. It's a possibility. I'm hoping there's gudgeon in here. I don't know if there yes. are. But what does gudgeon look like? They're just the cutest fish. <laughs> they have um, beards. They have. They have little beards. And um, and just an amazing again longer the beards than yours actually, Kev. I'd they say. are. Yeah. yeah. Good pair of one well, stoffs really. It's a good yeah. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh, bubbles. It's exciting moment. This is exciting because there's a couple of bubbles popped up just around the float. Yeah. And you just little wonder if it might be a, a tench. Thinking about it. Yeah, thinking. Oh, so all those little tiny concentric circles of bubbles coming up. No, the, the oh. ones. This one just appeared to the left of the float. Ah, okay. You've got the, the small, the concentric circles are from fish feeding on the surface, they're from the mm. bleak, and then the fish are on the bottom. If you look to, over to the right, actually, there was... Uh, but yeah. then there's also fish dimpling. They're so tiny little see. fish dimpling, but yeah. Oh, that was a more... Lift, oh, let me lift, lift, lift. That's that was it. heavy, it's really no, no, moving. That's fine, you're doing Whoa. fine, you've got a Oh my goodness, well so done. So you just really oh. in, just swing that in. Oh my goodness. Swing Hello? that in and you've caught a perch. Oh, that's Whoa. The, I that's love the a big perch. Stripes and red fins. Oh, that, oh my goodness. That's impressive. <laughs> that's a nice perch. He's taking a hook down. Where did I put? It's, it's at least three foot long. <laughs> well, he's. <laughs> perch are predatory, hence the big mouths. That is a gigantic mouth. You could lose two or three fingers in there. Easily. Barbless hooks because they yeah. pop out really easily. Oh, he's beautiful. What a beautiful fish. And this is a perch, and you look at this lovely oh, wow. oh, spiny dorsal. Let's get a shot. He's amazing. Got to get a shot with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Let's give him a kiss. <laughs> lovely. That's just amazing. You caught that. You caught, caught that. that. That's bigger Thank than any care. perch oh, I've ever caught. What a great fish. Just lovely. And now, yeah, they go around and eat. Smaller fish, like the ones that we caught earlier on. Yeah, that would that would could eat the Jack's fish, oh. Jack's rudd, <laughs> quite comfortably. <sighs> I'm just going to get a bit closer to the water to drop him in because yeah. that was a big fish. So not quite half a pound, but it's about six ounces. Six ounces. Yay! Well mm-hmm. done. Thank you. Very exciting. Much. I'll, uh, a, I'll put a strike. massive splash when he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a real rod bender as well. That's amazing. Good stuff. Jack, it's your turn. Jack, yeah. you're going to have to catch a perch. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll use the beginner's rod again. After I used the pro rod earlier. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'll, um... Sense of... Achievement. Achievement. Oh, he cool. was such a beautiful fish. You they are lovely, aren't they? Really nice. I spend lots of time fishing for... How big do perch get, Kev? I know we talked a little bit about this yeah. the last time we went fishing. The British record's just over six pounds, which is so extraordinary. So ten times the size of Hannah's fish. Oh, you're yes. about to see yeah. one in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> see one, yeah. Yeah. I believe in you. Jack is uh, getting ready. My track record, you know, how big a fish I catch. He's put on his catching shoes. <laughs> he's combed his hair. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And he's put down his pipe. Which means he's serious about it. Uh, I feel like when I've sat down, I'm not ready to attack. So, um, Kev, you're using ground bait, which you've just grabbed a handful of. Yeah, I've just got some loose maggots as well, which I've Oh, okay. What's this stuff here? This is. Um, Those are pupa, they look to me. Yeah, casters, which are. Do you call them casters when, when these maggots have gone into a chrysalis, basically? And casters, then, gentles and casters. It's got a nice smell. This sort of a sweet black ground bait. Mm. Black, black pudding smell. Um, a little bit. Let's have another. Sort of a bit like raisins. There's a tiny bit of molasses type yeah. smell in mm. there. Yeah. 
There's a little touch and another little touch. Oh yeah, it's just bouncing. Go on. He's in. Oh, I got him. Got oh, him. he's got a bream. Oh. That was just oh. That's it, that real. Real it, yeah. Well done. Oh, Jack's got... Saving the fish at my worm as well. Silver bream. It's a skimmer bream. It's a small bream. These can grow to, I mean, in a big gravel pit, these can grow to 20 pounds. Oh, they the big bronze breeds? Yeah. Just a bit bigger than that one. I'm amazed by how quickly you can identify the fish as they're, like, moving and wiggling out of the water. I, I think, yeah, spending years That's and years. That's a really nice shot of the bream. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think hey. got some good stuff there. They're a lot more slimier as well. Very silvery. But beautiful fish. Yeah, lovely. Um, slimier fish, is it? The Much green? slimier. Yeah, okay. But I'll just... There we go. Off he goes. <laughs> gent, gent, gently put back in. <laughs> I knew that was about seven pounds. Yeah, well done, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really had to work oh, hard to get that one out. Or four out, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> Good. You so can that's, go straight uh, back out with that if you want another That's five game. species then we've had. Fergus? Yeah. Or Jack? What, what I'm going to say is I well, think... Well, Jack, have another no, go. No, 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 no. Uh... No, I, I, I feel like I'm quite good at catching the little ones. <laughs> Kev, you should have a little. Yes, let's, let's see what let's Kev let's can see what catch. Can, yeah. He did that earlier and pulled out an absolute monster. <laughs> what, what was You're it? Was it was a I caught a nice roach. A decent sized one then, yeah? Not yeah, bad. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so this is this is now we're into sort of professional territory. We'll see. One hundred. Don't need to answer. Yeah. Hey, rod. It's so chill. Nice. So how are you feeling about catching fish? It's quite a I think it's quite a thrill one. When you when when you've caught something, like you can feel it. But it's yeah. not I feel like it's not really until you kinda of get it close to the surface that you kinda of can see the size of it. You, you, know, you can believe that you've actually caught something. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've never, I've never caught a very big fish, so I don't quite know what that feels like. Well, I did once catch a four-pound pollock. And well, that took a lot of catching, but yeah. it was off the side of a boat, so all it was was pulling up like it felt like twenty bricks, just pulling straight up from the depths. That's a little. Didn't really. Oh, little bite. Little bobbing bites. This might only be, be because I've caught two fish in my life. But that, that's I feel like once today. it's once yeah, it's all today. Once it's out, out of the water, there's that bit of like a ah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> that's how I'm yeah. feeling the whole time. That's a big red dragonfly just came by. We've got to work on our dragonfly identification. We have. Yeah, we've got a singing robin. We've got little packs of sparrows. I think. Yeah, they're cruising about. Yeah, there's not tons of that. I think there's house martins Yeah, still. I can hear house martins yeah. nasally. Yeah. Ch- I've ch- seen quite a few still and still feeding young, actually. That's amazing that they're still kind of... It's late in the year, so yeah. they're obviously getting their broods out. This might be a stupid question. No, there's no stupid questions in podcasting. The, the maggots you've got, they're like different colours. You've got sort of red, orange, yeah. yellow yeah, and white. Does that make a difference? Or um, are they all sort of the same? It can, and it shouldn't, because there's some debate as to whether fish can see colour um, at all. But some predatory fish, it's suggested, will respond to red. So perch might respond to red maggot. I think it's about confidence for, um, for the angler as much as anything. He might have a favourite colour. Uh, okay. lucky, lucky maggot. Yeah, I, I, I like using red maggots. Um, and they give me a little bit more confidence. But sometimes as well, just a change of bait. If you're feeding, if, you, if you're sort of feeding maggots, and all the fish are coming up, but they're a bit wary, um, then if you use a different colour on the hook, they might pick that out because it's just something oh, different. That's really tough. What makes them different <coughs> colours? Excuse me. They are dyed um, quite early on in the process. How do you dye them? It's quite clever though because we're fishing in a point where the canal gets narrower, so I guess there's more chance of us getting. Yeah, it's, and it, it is, and uh, in the fact that as well as the features, so it's slightly different. So in a, a canal which is fairly uniform in width and depth, any kind of spot like this bridge where there's a change, it could just impact very slightly the water temperature or the makeup of life more food might enter the water lots of different things a bit of colour which just might attract fish to this spot rather than 
anywhere else. A bit of colour. Genius. Did you mean in terms of the watercolour? Yeah, yeah, anything. And it yeah. takes very slight differences because when you're cold-blooded, you're so dependent upon the environment you're in, the, the water. So this tiniest little difference can, um, can draw fish. But Hannah's obviously got the perch touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In salmon fishing... Um, women have caught the biggest, biggest the, fish. The, yeah. the biggest salmon ever was caught by a woman. The biggest fly-caught salmon was caught by a woman. Yeah. And the biggest uh, salmon from the Y was caught by the woman. So three biggest salmon ever. Yeah. And, because, and that was back in the 1920s. And because wow. at the yeah. time, obviously... For a male-dominated it was, uh, activity, yeah. it's... It shows and, of course, the men couldn't, couldn't possibly <laughs> believe that it was... Yeah, you yeah. know, it was down to skill on the... On the the ladies' part, you know, so they decided, and there were there were people who thought it must be due to pheromones. What's <laughs> wading into the water? Yeah, so they it? were at an advantage, and it got to the point where some um, fly tires were using female pubic hair to oh tie into flies because they believed that, that was the only way that women were getting the edge. Of all, the, of all the conversations that I expected to have today, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, I bet there's no empirical evidence that those flies worked any better than... No, uh, of course they didn't. Uh, oh, hilarious. It's it just skill. It was just skill. Yeah. As we've seen today. Yes. I think, yeah, we should move a bit further down. It should be a bit more sheltered. You really have to think like a fish, don't you? You do. When we were in the car, Berger said that sunshine was bad. It's not ideal, no. Um, because fish generally like low light levels because they feel safe. Um, so dawn and dusk is generally the best time to fish. Um, oh my goodness, the, the small fish. Yeah, they're like... um, So yeah, the sunlight will tend to just... Um, and there's tiny fry jumping out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, um, we'll yeah, quiet them down a bit so they, they'll generally not feed, they'll just stay sitting on the bottom. If you notice all the fish that we're catching as well, they're generally darker on the back and lighter on the underneath. So that from above, they're harder to see against the bottom and from below, they're harder to see against that the sky. amazing. So, and, well, obviously... And in clearer water, it's much more marked as well because... Um, They'll evolve yeah. to that environment. That's genius. Well, it's just, yes, evolution. it's clever. Yeah. I've been thinking recently as well that um, uh, my theory, because fishermen have always sort of dressed up in, you know, green and dark coloured clothing to sort of avoid being seen, which makes a lot of sense. But I've been thinking that fish-eating birds, like osprey and white-tailed eagles. Heaven. Herons, yeah, egrets, and they're white, or they're par- partially white, to break up their shape, so that they're harder to see from below, and that obviously works for them. So I've started. I'm wearing a black t-shirt today, but I've often worn white t-shirts, thinking it shouldn't That's actually really make. Clever. I don't know. I don't know if it makes any difference, but there's some sense to it. I think. Well, I'm wearing a cream jumper. Perfect. So maybe that's. And who's the only person to catch a perch so far? Exactly. This is a theory that's being tested as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, now I've, since I felt the rod, I've not caught anything. It's been the longest period without a bite. And as I hand the rod back... Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's see, see what happens. God, there are a lot. Well, it's wonderful to see a rich, full... Uh, a, a waterway full of, full of life. Which is a bit like the River Isle we went to the other... Yeah, which... Oh, look. Go on, lift, lift. Oh, Oh, no. Unlucky. That's all right, that'll come out. A good bite there. It was a pretty good bite. Unmissable, almost. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got to that stage. (laughs) Unfair. Look, I didn't have a bite for a good five minutes while I was... Sitting there with the yeah. bait, so you I have, can't. You have, you have, you have, you have, For listeners, they could have a bite on uh, Fergus's pan of chocolate. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
think it's an important time to let you know that I know what's in all the sandwiches and the nicest person to me will get the blessed one. You've been brilliant today, Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite amazing. What a perch that was. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. Of course they are. Honestly, with the fishing today, we've put quite a, a lot of stuff in for them to eat. Yeah. Is there like anywhere or like certain places or any point where that actually affects the fish that they're, they're almost getting too much um, stuff delivered to bobbing. them? Yes. Uh, um, there's a lot of commercial fisheries which. Um, oh, there's some interesting bubbles. Um, you know, purpose-built fisheries, which will be often overstocked with fish, so they're actually dependent on anchor space. Mm. So it's almost too easy. I did this one not far from me, and it is—it's just too easy to catch yeah. fish because they—they they <laughs> rely on it. Grab at anything, yeah, and that's not much fun. I don't think. Well, it's got to be some sense of uncertainty yeah it's also nice just not knowing what there is mm. and then you know making that contact and as we've done today is that five species we've five had? yes so we just need and the magical six we've not reached yet on there dragonflies yeah. drifting through those uh, what are those so those are irises aren't they, they? Look like irises yeah and look at those berries, those are whorberries on the far side, just oh, no. drenched in red. Is that red berries? Blue ones down there. Slows. Slows? Slows. Fergus is missing a bite. Oh, anymore. I was looking at the slows. <laughs> yeah, the float just got carried off us. <laughs> like it, and, again. Uh, and again. But I shouldn't strike now, should I? Um, you can sort of li- make a polite inquiry. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm oh, in. oh, I saw something there. It's bigger. It's bigger. <gasps> it's a perch. Is it? Hey. It's the same as mine. There we go, Kev. Lovely. Oh, hey. A bit smaller than yours, Hannah. It is smaller. Uh, as usual. Yeah. <laughs> smaller than Hannah's. There's your perch. Oh, what a beauty. Oh, hey. Hello, little fella. It's a changing place. It really was good. What a beautiful fish. Really Thank you, Kev, for dealing with dealing with him. And he goes. So you were quite right. So that didn't really go down that float. No, it's sort of turning po- it around. Yeah, I quite like this polite inquiry thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's very soporific just watching a float. I think it's my. Fa- I mean, I've done a lot of fly fishing over the past two years, which is very, very active and quite exciting. But there is something calming. You can take in more of your surroundings, I think, with float fishing. Yeah. yeah is that definitely. what this is? Float fishing? Float fishing, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask. Because there's also coarse fishing, which is... Yeah, well, coarse fishing is the general style of fishing, which, and the name came from... Um, there's game fishing, which is for um, salmon and trout. And, and when and game fish were regarded as um, culinary... OK. Um, but yeah, for their culinary qualities, whereas the other fish are coarse because you know they're not so nice apparently. <laughs> yeah. And so we're coarse fishing. This is no. coarse fishing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, quite inquiry. It's in. Oh. Is it? Oh. No. Oh. 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 You were. There was something. Something yeah, flashed in there. Just and then within. Yeah. So the general style. There's fly fishing, coarse fishing, sea fishing, if you like. They definitely feel chunky, the perch, when you... There we go. No. Oh, is it still on there? Yes, it is on there. Oh, oh. a tiny one. Tiny something. Oh, uh, what is that? That looks like a little chublet, actually. It's a little chublet. That's all six yeah, species, yes. I've had bigger Fergus chub in my pond. Yeah. 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 his enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally have had a bigger chub in my pond. <laughs> Couldn't catch that one, though, could you? Beautiful fish, though. <laughs> I think I just saw a moorhen. Moorhen. That's a moorhen. <laughs> we haven't even started on the cider. Wow. A, ooh, oh. Little baby chub. Hello. Something's oh. grabbed its tail at some point. Oh, oh look yeah. at that. Some of bronze there. Yeah. It's lost so its... The, uh, 
looking at it from above, very dull. Yeah, on the side. Yeah, look at that. Wonderful, wonderful it's fish. And then it's underneath. It's completely yeah. white. Oh. I didn't know there were chub in here. Uh, it takes an expert to find the chub. <laughs> and I've, got, wow. um, I've got a lot of chub. Kept didn't find them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the tench to start bubbling yeah. downstream. Jack, um, do you want to have a... I've just had a couple, of, a couple of fish here. This is a good spot. This is the perfect way to spend a day's work, I think. Yeah, we, we, we've... Even in the heightened... We were talking about how everything is more precarious this autumn than ever before. So it is really nice to just stop and... Uh, and Robin just Yay, Robin's away. the best. This looks good. For Jack. I'm being teased. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's just the... It's the anticipation all the time. It could be oh. something oh. tiny. Oh. 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 You're in? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Kev, it's time you told us about your book, your new book. Yes. Um, Thank you. Um, also part of the reason for being here is to uh, hear about what you're up to out when you're not... Helping us. Yeah, helping us. <laughs> or, or, or. I've, been, I've been writing a book which isn't about fishing, which has been really, really nice. I've started reading it, but I'm not going to say my thoughts on it yet. I think... Um, I think you should tell these guys what it's about. Okay. It's I think it's quite complex, that's all I... Yeah, yeah I think it is, and I'm, I can't find... And I need to find a good way of kind of... Um, of um, yeah, of a, a good, concise means of describing it, because it's nature-based, but, um, but touching on mental health. Essentially, I wrote it through sort of second year of lockdown. I was walking a lot around local area and where I've um, you know obviously I'm looking at the natural world all the time um, but I've started to sort of look also at the kind of man's impact and there's a lot of very obvious um, Celtic influence there's a big hill fort just on the top of the local hill um, I've just been thinking more about the Celts and then looking at also looking at the moons because um, every year you hear about, you know, everyone gets really excited, especially in the autumn, the harvest moon. And, mm. and then people start talking about sturgeon moons and beaver moons. And I think, well, what's that about? So I started reading up because I was thinking, surely names for moons here would, would come from the Celts mm. rather than anywhere else. And these names have come from Native America. Which that's extraordinary, yeah, that Native America is... That's what I found in the book, that lots of these things aren't that old. No, or, yeah. or, or they're old, but... I see it was sort of a Victorian, Georgian Victorian fascination with um, <laughs> fish just jumping yeah, out of the Yeah, there could be a perch over there. Hunting them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, that fascination with Native American culture. And so we started, again, we, you know, things started filtering in and, and we've ended up adapting it as our own. So I stopped, I tried to investigate Celtic moons and that's just an absolute minefield. Because there's nothing, nothing was ever written down. Oh, cool. So um, that's the problem with the Celts. They actually got loads and <coughs> loads and loads to tell us, but they yeah. just left it in such inscrutable symbols. And because obviously, it, you know, the Romans and Greeks would write about the Celts and not do so very kindly. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then I realised that in not writing about your legacy, because obviously the Romans are writing, or were were writing to create a legacy for people to look back and see how amazing they were, basically. Whereas the Celts didn't even feel the need to write anything down. So they must have had life a bit fairly sorted, you'd think. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. They didn't worry about what people in the future would think. Or <laughs> They weren't keeping a gratefulness diary. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they should have. Or a worry diary. No. <laughs> That's what we were talking about earlier. Um, we, we had a, a really interesting mental health chat at work, which I went to. And it was talking about keeping those sort of, you know, dealing with stress and worries. And but his advice was to keep a worry, a worry diary, <laughs> well. which seems like the opposite of what you should be doing. But yeah. what do I know? I'm not very resilient. I've, um, I think I, I understand that a bit. 
from the point of I know with, with me I, I, I can get bogged down when there's a load of things on my mind load of things I'm worrying about at one point and it, I don't think it helps having all of that in your head so to write it down and to almost take it out Ooh. of your head and into sort of just onto a book so you can kind of take it out of your head that makes sense I think that's the benefit there yeah, yeah. good point good point that's is that, is that what you're doing with your book as well? Then? Sort of, yeah, I guess so. I, I sort of, I'm, I talk a lot about mental health. Very movingly, I thought I was sort of a little bit choked up after the first oh, three or four pages. <laughs> I'm not sure I can... Uh, yeah, someone was chopping onions in the kitchen. Oh. I don't know what was going on. I find, it, I find that quite easy to talk about, though. Cause yeah, I, that's really good. Because yeah. it's nothing I'm embarrassed about. I used to be quite concerned about... Um, issues I had when I was younger and then I realised actually it's made me what I am today and yeah. I don't really care much for material things or or anything really and I think um, I don't know I don't it, it's something I feel quite relieved to have got out of the way in a way but also I think I've learned material from, material yeah. desires yeah. Yeah. yeah and just the pressures of life and a lot of them self self-inflicted um, you know and I used to well, think when I was a kid and yeah. you know it's all about getting good grades and then getting a really good job and then doing this and doing that and then actually life sort of I don't know you get into the moment and find the things that are important to you and if you can do something you enjoy you've won really yeah, yeah. well I think all the rest of it is everyone convincing themselves that this is the way to live life yeah. and it's a, a lot of people who are disappointed try and force other people to live disappointing lives so they feel better about it yeah, I think there's a absolutely. sort of collective um, madness in the way we live that you know, we're constantly having to buy things to make ourselves feel better yeah. and actually stop come down to the room Kev you should just hire yourself out as a fishing guide uh, but also really what you're doing is catching people's problems and letting them float away Oh, that's what nice I like suggest. No, that's lovely. Yeah, okay, good for you. That's yeah. how I'm The worry fisherman. Yeah. The worry, yeah. The thing is, though, with fishing is because it's quite a personal thing. <laughs> I mean, it's lovely. Today it's great. But um, a lot of the time I need to go and just spend time by myself. So yeah, 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 yeah. You'll have to go through a couple of weeks' therapy after this. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much company. Not at all, no. Because today, this is what it's all about. I think as well, there's different ways of coming to have a social day and catching up with friends and, mm. you know, and first time. And it's, it, this is like, you know, we are sitting on this step, like a line of kids, and all sort of staring at the Playing same float. Yes. Jack's not really reeling them in in the, in the numbers. No, I think his is. bait's probably been absolutely yeah. mullered. We, uh, <coughs> oh, I see. You've given me dodgy bait. I get it. <laughs> I think what you, uh, Kev, what you're saying about sort of going on your own and that being good for you, your mind, I, I can get that because like even just sitting here, I, it's quite difficult to join the chat just because I'm so focused on that little orange <laughs> yeah. float. Mm. Yeah. But then you're just completely in your own mind, just... Everything, nothing else really kind of feels matters. Matters. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like resetting, isn't it? It is. It, it's forcing you into the moment as well, which it's really hard to do. Maybe that's the greatest benefit of fishing because I haven't felt the need to reach for my phone at any stage. No, exactly. Which is a sort of disastrous way that we go about life. Oh no, I I've, got, I've got so bad at that. So back to the book, Kev. Is it um, 12 months? Of 12 moon cycles. Yes. Yeah, although, of course, then there's um, the extra bit because um, a moon cycle runs for 29 days. So then you're always left with sort of 10, 11 days at the end of a year. So the Celtic calendar, which was based around the moon, it is believed to have run for over sort of what we would regard as five years. So 60 moons, so that it fitted with a solar year. So there's an extra bit at the end so it's quite interesting trying to sort of consider all this and then that was like a learning curve through the year that right. I incorporated into my walks and thinking and pondering and nice putting a theme to your walk or sort of adding a sort of yeah a mission in your walks and then it was quite nice because towards the end of the year I started to realise that it doesn't really matter 
the interpretation is sort of it's open and I was putting my own sort of thoughts about what these words or meanings might mean um, and it felt a bit like poetry I don't know at school I had a nightmare with poetry because I used to think that you know there was a right or wrong answer when you right, sort of you know, deconstruct this poem it's, oh my god so and I realise it's a similar thing as long as you've got some you know belief in what you're thinking then you can't be wrong Looks like you could do with some more. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to put the maggots on? Yeah, I'll do that. Do you put them through the um, sort of the thick end? Yeah. <coughs> Gosh, it's been it's a while. No, I'll let you take it. Uh, okay. Shall I? Um, I'll rebate. <coughs> I feel, feel like my my brain has been so concentrated on that float. Oh yeah, you need a bit that, of thinking uh, time. I've, um, I've warmed them all up for you, Hannah. Yeah. Thank you. How many would you put on? Two. Careful. Yeah. Okay. Two or three. Should I cast into the middle or the side? Um, or? Middle's pretty good because okay. I think that's probably where the deepest water is. Yeah. Just interviewing the maggots to see who's the liveliest. And, uh, I'm not gonna it's not a particularly pleasant job, but I, it's bringing back all the memories from childhood <laughs> of doing this a billion times. I'm catching very little as well. <laughs> Maybe your bad luck. Well, definitely. <laughs> Jonah. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, that's man. perfect. And then if you just put a little sprinkle of maggots around. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh. I don't have enough hands to do that. I'll, do it. I'll try it. <laughs> perfect. And they've got a certain smell to them, haven't they? <laughs> the maggots. Yeah. Nearly another. Structive too quickly. Oh, I've lost it. Oh, oh no, you haven't. What? It's oh, a green. Green, green. Oh, no, you hold it. Oh, Jack. Okay. Oh, you, you. I wasn't even looking. Are you holding the rod? I'm I'll, holding the rod. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry, little fish, I didn't. That, yeah, that's exactly the one yeah. I was warming up for you, actually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I might need your... A bream. It looks like, I think it was. It looked like a yeah, little... Yeah, it's a bream. Need a little bit more cloud cover. There's, there is some cloud coming, coming, but it'll probably be about an hour. But this is the part of the day you just sort of kick back, enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. I mean, I, I think when when I was on the rod just now, it, it didn't really bother me that nothing was catching. Yeah. No. It was more just <laughs> sitting and watching. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is that excuse of sitting in the sun by mm. the water. Yeah. Having something to do. Yeah. It's like staring out of a window is fine, but staring out of a train window mm. is even better, or yeah. a car window. Definitely. Because something's happening, you're doing something tiny. Yeah, and you're sort of, you can't do anything else as well if you're travelling. You, yeah. You don't feel guilty. I guess that's part of the reason you could spend so much time doing it, is because you don't notice the time going, and I think you don't mind... Mm. Not knowing how much time is going because definitely. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's really nice as well because the, the best part of the day is often the evening, and the very best time to fish is dusk. And someone can just earlier. completely come alive. You know, it's been dead all day, and then suddenly it just switches on, and everything starts moving and, and eating. And, and in that period of time, it's, the intensity changes, and it's mm. just amazing. You just there's an electricity, but also you're so because you're so aware and focused. Suddenly, time slows up because you're feeling every minute. Oh, oh, oh! Hey. oh, oh, oh. That tiny one. That was beautifully shiny. Bleak, is it? Yeah. That's a great hammer. I brought this because it reminded me of those. Um, Fishing creels with the little baskets. Uh, yes, yeah. I felt like it was the right kind of. Um, oh, really nicely wrapped sandwiches too. Oh my Thank goodness! You. Oh, <laughs> proper waxy paper. Oh. Okay, I'm going to describe what Hannah's brought us. She's wrapped these sandwiches in um, brown paper, brown paper like greaseproof paper, and then tied them up with the most beautiful parcel knots. Well, uh, you've surpassed yourself. Well, you haven't tasted it. Well, I'm saying, that's why I'm saying thank you now. <laughs> oh, that looks amazing. Oh, the photographs. Oh, it's massive. 
proper ciabatta. Smells of Italy. Has it got pesto in? Okay. Pesto, sun-dried tomatoes, uh-huh. mozzarella. Yeah. Really good mozzarella, isn't it? All the best things. No Parma, I'm salivating. <laughs> this could be epic. That's absolutely delicious. That's like- so nice. Thank you. Yeah, oh, oh, he's in, he's oh, in already. Oh, oh. okay. Just shows a little change of depth. That's only about six inches. Oh, there we go, another one. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had this is um, the traditional orange. angling cries. <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah. Oh, oh. No. he's eating the. Uh, they're going for the red ones though. Well, we'll need to rebait actually. What's the difference between so angling and fishing? Same. Okay. But Kev may have a. Angling comes from. Um, yes! yes! Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we should put another. I think that's a, that a bit like for the hearing a goal before it crossed yeah, the line. Exactly. <laughs> for the record, he was also tiny, so I'm, I'm still on a. Yeah. Are you untangling and looking at your float at the same time? Yeah. That's incredible. Brain, <laughs> but it's not, it's fishing, it's not that hard a thing, really. <laughs> oh, I've got a bite though. Oh, oh, right. Should I get out of the way? Yeah, someone could take that rod and just yeah, yeah. need to hold oh, the it's reel. Heavy. Oh, it's heavy. Oh, that's a biggie. Got it, got it. Take the reel. Gotcha, gotcha. Bring this fella in. It's not that big, it's a perch thing. Oh, it's keen. Does it need a... Um, you could probably what? lift it out. I actually. think it's the one we had earlier where you pulled this like a uh, little head. Where's, where's the back? line? There we go. You'll need to yeah, reel, actually reel it back yeah, onto yeah. the reel. Okay. That's the way. It's the biggest fish of the day, I think. Yay! Nice one, beautiful. There's green woodpecker. Right, there we go, care of your fish. Thank you. He's lovely. Yeah, that's just where the pike is, actually. I was just about to go there. Oh! You're I've right. got another fish! Again. Oh my word! Hello! Oh, yeah. that rod? Rod? Okay, I'll have a go at this one. You're pulling them out like nobody's business. It's beginner's luck. You're the magician, the water's the hat, oh. and a fish and a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you keep pulling them out. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to... Oh, I did it! Hello, oh. Hi, friend. Goodbye, beautiful rod. Well, it's evening now. The most beautiful evening. With sunlight sparkling through the trees on the other side of the canal and just a lovely sense of the day quietening down it's not been a busy day though anyway I think that's been one of the most magical days I've had outside for a long time Kev thank you no Um, not thank you all it's just been lovely we've had some good fish Hannah you've caught at least 15 fish (laughs) I don't know if it's that many but there has been several you're you're well over 10 I think it's 15 Um, thank you very much how do you feel from what's the difference I'm fully converted really it's been such a lovely day the company the weather the food the fish the fish the fish (laughs) would you come fishing again I would really wow would you buy a fishing rod I need a few more goes yeah but yeah I'm not adverse to it it's so it's such a good way to spend the time outdoors. You feel like you're doing something, even though you're sort of not really. <laughs> so we've been out all day, but it doesn't feel like we've been sort of wasting time or we never felt that we should move on. It's Time's gone quite quickly, I think. Yeah. Jack, how about you? I, I was going to come to you, but I was wary that you're eating uh, an paused, apple cake. I paused on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> an apple cake not made... Not just any apple cake. Made by Kev's mum. It's delicious. It's, it's not delicious. bad, is it? Really good apple cake. It has some fantastic homemade sandwiches from Hannah god they were the best (laughs) (laughs) it's been magic and a good pork pie well I'm afraid I didn't make the pork pie and lovely cider I didn't make the cider (laughs) but it's local the cider was very very local so overall I'm feeling more relaxed and happy about life than than, than I have all week that's the power of fishing I reckon this is why you do it Kev completely Yeah. yeah It's a shame we weren't recording when I caught that massive pike, really, isn't it? That's true, yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's a shame that uh, 
Especially at two in a row, is that? Jack's been the rod master. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the rod. Have you only caught rod? <laughs> and bleak. And, 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 and right, mainly rod, though. I think I'm, but I'm happy with that. We've caught six species, yeah. which I think is pretty impressive. For uh, I've got to say, little... I think from coming to this, I did not expect to catch anything. Yeah, same. So even when I caught the first one quite early on, I was like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> and then just catching a few more in the day, I th- you don't need to catch loads for it to be good fun. It's yeah. Just, it's but it, I, I've, I think it's been great. It's way above what I expected it to be. This is such a good place, and you can talk about anything and everything, and you sort of, you know, put the world to rights. And, um, well, it's sort of like your book, actually. You put the world to rights in that. I feel. Do you? Yeah, think? I think it's a sort of. I think in your book it struck me about saying that all this idea of chasing material wealth when. The greatest wealth you can have in in life is a sort of finding that contentment or peace of mind, and this is a way and without over laboring the sentimental this is a way of doing the, you know, finding that simple wealth. I like that in your book a lot that sort of whatever your life situation there is Thank uh, you. I think you can definitely take control of things if you take control of time to a degree, and things have been slightly forced um, you know circumstances but if you yeah make make the most of time and just appreciate you know what you have and what's on your doorstep and then there are things to be found and the book is called the quiet moon wonderful great well thank you all for a lovely day thank you kev thank you thank Thank you you all for coming thank you fish really good for being so obliging This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Awaken your senses with a curiously refreshing Hendrix Cucumber Lemonade. Curious how? Cue the aroma. Marvelous. Cue the taste. Magnificent. Cue the cucumber. That's the refreshing secret. Hendrix is uncommonly crafted with cucumbers, roses, artistry, and imagination. Other gins are ordinary, but Hendrix is refreshingly curious. Discover Hendrix Gin cocktail recipes at HendrixGin.com. Please drink the unusual responsibly. Hendrix Gin, 44% alcohol by volume. Bottled and imported by William Grunton Sons, New York, New York. Copyright 2024. So several months later from that lovely adventure, we're back in the studio, the three of us, Hannah, Jack and I, and um, I thought it's a good time to reflect on that autumn. Well, well it, what do we mean? February now. And that was back in a golden autumn. It, feel, it feels like, it, I, from memory, it felt like the last nice day of the year. Like it was, it was a bit yeah. warm, sunny. I think I may have even got a slightly sunburnt. Amazing. Um, but I, I can't think of a day after that that was any nicer than a just lovely day. I was thinking it was really funny that we were revisiting that day today because today feels like the first day of spring yes very sunny quite warm out yes it feels like we've bookended like like we've planned something yes (laughs) i know know. it's all come together the 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 threads the seeds we sowed back in autumn of 2022 so fishing is that did it surprise you how much you enjoyed it because absolutely it Mm. was so delightful like life-changing just so kind of warm and joyful and calm it was everything. I think. I think you can even hear it in the episode. Mm. The beginning, we're very like, "All right, come on, let's not catch anything for the whole day." Then, and then by the end, it was just like, it was, "I don't think it was even really about fishing anymore. It, it was just about being present and being with a great bunch of people." Yeah, in particular treat to have Kev along with his sort absolutely of calming take on it. So I loved the way he untangled our knotted lines so patiently. He did. He was so patient, and calmly, whereas. 
a few weeks later, probably too late in the year, I took my son, who's 13, out onto the canal where I live in the Brecon Beacons. And we had a bit of a thrash around and we had a few little bites, but we didn't catch anything. So there was no, it didn't have Hannah or Jack. So it was, uh, the, the, he got bored quite early and we had a tangle and I got so frustrated trying to untangle it. I did not have Kev's sort of calm approach. So I just cut the line and we started again. <laughs> I think there's even one bit in the podcast where you're surprised that Kev, because he's like still fishing or, or he's doing something else whilst untangling. So he's, he's, and it's just, it's like it's nothing for him. It was, we can all learn from that sort of Zen-like approach. To I, I aim to be more Kev. More Kev. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What would Kev do? So for your Christmas presents, you did get a, I, got, I found you a rod each uh, and they're in the studio. So you need to decide today which ones, which one you're going to Well, have. I don't think we're going to fight over them. I think we're going to share them both. There'll be a kind of a gift between us. And should we head out again this when it's warmer? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need Kev. We do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think, um, I think there's, it's interesting because, yes, the catching of fish wasn't that important, although it was quite amazing to, when you did catch a slightly bigger one. Or a, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thrill to see the float go down and then to strike, and sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. And I love that sort of series of, yeah, no. Okay, no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what about, I mean, there's an issue that a lot of people r- raise with me when I talk about fishing is, hooks in fish's mouths and how cruel that could be um i read an interesting book recently well how do you feel about it before i go on to a sort of philosophical oh yeah if i start thinking about it it starts feeling weird because really? we're saying yeah. a sort of how happy and how joyful and bouncy and lovely it was but if you think an animal's getting hurt at the same time that does throw a slightly different light on it yeah i think again i think it's a reason why it was good to have kev there because I think everyone, if you haven't been fishing, I think you always just envision it as like a hook. It goes through the side of the mouth, out the side, mm. and like you pull it back through and it rips a hole in them or whatever. Whereas with Kev there, I mean, he's a gentle, gentle man anyway. Mm. But you could see there that the fish wasn't getting hurt. It, it was treated with respect. Yeah. And I think when it's done that way, I think it's less of an issue than the way I imagined it always used to be was this massive hook, mm. yeah. rip them apart. And... The ease with which Kev was able to remove the hooks was quite... Yes, there was quite a skill in that. Yeah. So it's something I think if you go fishing, you need to learn because I didn't have that down to a T and I kept having to hand the fish to, to Kev half the time for him to finish the finish the job. It was even the other things of just making sure hands were clean before handling, mm. popping them back in close to the water. I think all those things, are, there, there are other things adding on top that just, I think, show that if you can treat the fish kind, kindly and do it all properly, I think it is quite a responsible and not damaging to the animal. So I read a really good book about fishing by a guy called Malachi Talak, which is a great name, and it's called Illuminated by Water. And he's more of a fly fisherman, but does a whole whole load of it around the place and it's quite it's great sort of adventure exploring the countryside but he's got a whole chapter large chapter devoted to the whole cruelty of fishing angle and t- he tackles it head on tackles and <laughs> real and yeah I'm, all the puns are coming but he he absolutely grasps the issue and really interesting his take is you know it's it's this connection to nature and the greater good that anglers do because of their love of their environment, clean rivers, so there's a healthy population of fish, is far, far greater than any damage they might do to a few individual fish. So that inspires a love of, in Malachi's words, inspires this lifelong love of nature and the environment and and a protective feel that it's it's an interesting one. I, I, I personally adhere to that side of things that sometimes, you know, I was probably quite cruel to animals when I was a child in my sort of explore, exploring nature in the garden. And But, you know, when you're when you're eight or nine years old growing up in, yeah. in rural Somerset, there's not much else to do. Yeah. Uh, but but um, I learned a lot. And now, gosh, I'm, I treasure every worm I come across, quite often picking them off the road, taking them back to my garden so they can be useful on the veg patch. <laughs> There are many caterpillars who sort of try and get across busy main roads. I've, I've ferried to the other side. 
That's annoyingly, they instantly turn around and start heading back in. Like, what, 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 what? Let's sit down and have a chat about this. It's more, it's given me that lifelong love of nature that I don't want to unnecessarily harm something. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and also just the kind of joy it brought us all and that sort of sense of peace that descended on us after a day of, our lives are busy, modern life is busy when you're sort of juggling all, all, the, all the things that you have to do and to take time out to just sit by a canal. I kind of need to do it once a week. <laughs> well, I think is even when you when you think about it, I can't even think how many hours we were there. We were there a lot of hours, mm. but actually, the amount of time with fish is probably I I would hazard a guess less than half an hour total. Oh, probably ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It's nothing. So I think it just proved that actually the the joy of it was the waiting, the observing, the just stopping. It isn't just all about whipping out fish every two seconds that's i don't think that would have given have the same effect no, you've got to have the thrill of it, the uncertainty and the sense of not everything's not easy yeah. even kev didn't know what was in that canal and i'm sure he'll be he'll be back there hunting for his <laughs> tench and his other his big perch and all the things that that excite him but uh one of the joyous things of that was that it was one of the few occasions where the three of us managed to get out uh together so let's do more of that because I think it's quite fun to kind of share these things. And also we all learn, I think, from each other's experiences. Mm. Have you got any suggestions what we're going to do next then? I'd really like us to do a night walk. A night walk. Yeah, okay. Maybe somewhere close to midsummer. It's kind of... That have to be very late. Yes. Right? Yeah, okay. Proper, proper night. Proper night. Yeah, that's good. Any ideas where... No, I don't actually. Maybe like some kind of woodland. Yeah, I wonder summertime. Yeah, for longer. Yeah, interesting. Let's think about that. Any all suggestions gratefully received from <laughs> listeners? Where would be a good place to go for a night walk? Here's an idea. Oh, oh. mega nature fix. Fishing in the day, night walk, campfire. <gasps> oh, camping. Camp. Oh, wow. okay, that's interesting. Camping session. After, I mean, we've been talking yeah. about wild camping a couple of weeks now, and it's it's on the mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. A whole well, day out. Yeah, could you bear to be recorded? All <laughs> have a lot of audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That could be a whole fun. season. We could do a sound escape of snoring. Um, <laughs> that sounds brilliant. That's quite. A good, that's a good idea. So that gets us both both ideas. Maybe we can do it on Martin Down, which is my favourite place in the world. Perfect. <laughs> Although you're not allowed to camp there, but there are. Uh, well, we just need to find a nice little quiet private campsite somewhere let's do it let's do it great well i hope listeners out there you enjoyed that experience it was really fun for us i hope it's a, a nice for us to share it we're open to suggestions of what we could do and where we could go so and the email inbox is always open so you can contact me the address is editor at countryfile.com so fishing the, the great way to relax and enjoy the countryside without doing very much at all. A real good time. A real oh, good time. No. Oh dear, oh dear, dear, dear. Good line. We were hooked. Fishing for compliments. <laughs> well, that's it from this week's blogcast, Down by the Canal. Thank you so much for listening and join us again next week. Goodbye.